Welcome, 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 welcome back to Locked On 76ers. I'm your host, Keith Pompey. Happy Friday to you. It's Friday, February the 12th. Um, you guys got a couple of days to get your Valentine stuff in order. You got two more days. Today, tomorrow, well, who knows, maybe Sunday you may do something. But you better get those Valentines in order for your sweethearts out there. But um, so... Last night, the Sixers suffered kind of like, I'm not going to call it a heartbreaker, but it was like a, a loss, a tough loss. I mean, the Sixers with the 18-8 and eight now, so you can lose a couple games. But um, they lost 118-104. to 104. It was a game that they tied up on uh, Seth Curry's three, right? They tied the score at 114 with 22.1 seconds left, right? And next thing you know, they had two bad possessions. One on defense, the other one on offense. Well, Tobias Harris fouls Carmelo Anthony, who basically puts him at the line. He falls down. Carmelo goes to the line for one-on-one. On one. One on one. He makes both of them. Now, there's 3.1 seconds left. So... Portland has a, a two-point lead at that point, right? 116-114. Sixers call a timeout. Next thing you know, Ben Simmons inbounds the ball. They do not, Portland does not have anyone covering him at all, right? So what happens is uh, Ben Simmons throws the ball to Tobias Harris. Now, the guy who would have been inbounds and who would have been covering Ben Simmons was Robert Covington. And what Cub was doing is he and um, Derrick Jones Jr., Chester's Derrick Jones Jr., they were both double-teaming Embiid, right? And then as soon as Tobias comes off the curl, all of a sudden there is uh, – Cove, who's who punches the like you know hits deflects the ball a little bit so he gets a steal the ball ends up in Dame Lillard's hand Dame goes down there and he hits a pair of foul shots with 1.4 seconds left and that's the game right so we'll talk about this game in the first segment in the second segment you know we'll talk about uh you know, moving forward, what what else the Sixers have left to do. And then the third segment, you know how we do, things just come to mind and we'll just talk about it. We'll just talk about it, get it out there. But before we do all that, I want to let you guys know, in addition to being the host of this podcast, I am also the 76ers beat writer for the Philadelphia Inquirer. Um, you can follow my stuff on inquire.com if you're in the Philly area. You can uh, pick up a hard copy, basically, of the Philly Inquirer and a hard copy of the Philadelphia Daily News. My articles appear in there. And then also, you can follow me on Twitter at Pompey on Sixers. Same thing for Instagram, Pompey on Sixers. But look, um, you know, this game, I'm not, see, here's the thing. Is it a tough game? Yeah. Was it a tough loss? Of course it was. You know, is it one of those things where at the end of the day, the Sixers are saying, hey, we wish we had that back? Are they going to say, hey, you know, we weren't able to close out a game? Yeah. But I've seen them close out enough games to know that this team 
is way better than last year's team in regards to that. You know, I looked at this matchup as a tough one. I mean, you look at it, you have uh, Dame Lillard, you have Carmelo Anthony. Now, I saw some people on Twitter saying, oh, they made Carmelo look like he was Carmelo from back in the day. Nah, Carmelo's still good. <laughs> Carmelo's still good. I mean, I always thought that the Sixers would have been better off going after Carmelo last year and try to trade for him before Portland did. I look at Carmelo, and I see that Carmelo would have helped this team out. With that being said, you know, Carmelo was baking the Sixers in the fourth quarter. I mean, he really was. For the game, Carmelo scored 20. He scored 24 points on, and made four for five threes. He, he was nine for 15 overall from the field, right? So we're listening to him now. Now, he had 24 points on, on four for five threes. Well, 17 of his points came in the fourth quarter, right? 17 of his points. Three of four, three, three of, excuse me, he shot three for four from three in the fourth quarter. So he was really balling. I mean, he was balling. I mean, he had 17 points. Dame Lillard had four. Uh, Gary Trent Jr. had three. Derrick Jones had one. Cub didn't score. And Ernest Cantus had two. And then off the bench, you had Rodney Hood, who had two. So Cub basically won the game for him in the fourth quarter. Now, the one thing I'll say about Dame, Dame started out on fire. You hear me? Dame was like dogging the Sixers early on. Dame ended up with 30 points. He shot 6 for 21. But he was 4 for 7 in the first quarter. So when you look at that, so he was 2 for 14 afterwards. He, on threes, he was 4 for 5 on threes in the first quarter. After that, he went 0 for 6. Now, he did make 14 out of 15 foul shots. That's nothing to sneeze at. He had three turnovers. Now, they won by four points, but he was a minus eight. A minus eight. So, you know, you know, I think the Sixers did a pretty good job on him after that first quarter. You know, I mean, but he, he's clutched, though. That's the thing. Like, he's a guy who will struggle. But he'll knock down like the game-winning shot or he'll do something like that. And it was one of those things. I mean, you look at the Sixers, though. Look at Ben Simmons. He was 10 for 12. He had um, he had 23 points. He had 11 rebounds. He had uh, nine, nine assists, right? He only had one turnover. He had three fouls. He had a block, right? Danny Green had two steals, zero blocks. He had five points on two for four shooting. Tobias Harris kind of struggled on this night. He really did. I mean, in addition to coming up with that foul, he was a minus 14. He had 17 points. He made four of 12 shots, 0 for 5 on threes. Now, he did go 9 for 9 from the foul line. He had six rebounds and five assists. But as far as shooting the ball, this just wasn't his night. It wasn't his at all. I mean, Tyrese Maxey struggled shooting the ball, too. I mean, he was a minus 13. He had five points on two for eight shooting, right? You know, so it wasn't a good day for those two. But, I mean, Joel Embiid, what can you say about him? 
Joel Embiid had another Joel Embiid game. He had 35 points. He was 13 for 25 from the field. He was 1 for 2 on threes. He made 8 of 11 foul shots. He had 9 rebounds. Uh, he had 3 assists. He, he had 2 turnovers and he had 2 blocks. But he was 35. He had 35 points. So, you know, it was a, it was a, a game that the Sixers would probably like to have back. You know, do certain things. The bench really struggled. I mean, the Sixers bench really, the bench kind of hurt the Sixers. I mean, when you look at it, like they didn't really give them too much of anything at all, not on this night. And it's weird because you look at it and you see, um, okay, let's go. You had, um, I mean, the bench gave 19 points. You had Matisse, who went one for three, right? He was a minus seven. You had Furkan Korkmaz, who was three for seven. He had seven points. Matisse had four points. You had uh, Maxi, who had five points. He was a minus 13. And you had Dwight, who had three. He was a mi- minus 13. So the bench really didn't give him too much money. Not at all, no. The bench did not help out. You know, you know the one thing that I want to say to y'all is Built Bar. You know, I, I love me some Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get 20% off your next purchase. I'm telling you, you need to do that today. You know, something else that I think you guys would really like is Bet Online AG. There is only one place that has you covered and one place we trust. That's BetOnline AG. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnline AG and use the promo code LOCKEDON for your 50% welcome bonus. You know, in addition to being a host of this podcast, as I said before, I am... I am the Philadelphia Inquirer 76ers beat writer. In in addition to that, um, you know, you can follow me on Twitter at Pompey on Sixers. That's P-O-M-P-E-Y on Sixers, right? You can follow me on Instagram at the same thing. So don't do it right now, but when you get to listen to this podcast, make sure you follow me. Make sure you um, subscribe to this podcast. You could go anywhere that you subscribe to podcasts at and subscribe to this one. And also, make sure you go get yourself a built Bar. Now, you know, the Sixers, when you look at it, you know, this wasn't, again, I know it's a loss, but I'm not Mr. Doom and Gloom, right? I mean, there's been times before I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe they lost this game. What's going on with the Sixers? It was horrible. I mean, they showed me some fight. I never really got a gist that they would win it. They didn't really seem to come out like with that energy and fire like they should have, but they weathered the storm. There's certain times when you just have bad games, and I felt like this one was. And I'm looking at it moving forward, and I'm really excited about seeing what they can do against Phoenix. I mean, I really am. You know, I, I look at Chris Paul, and I see the things that, that you know he's been able to do with the Suns. You know, you look at the other guys that they have on the roster, and you see where Phoenix right now at 15-9 and nine is fourth in the West, right? 
and 15 and 9, they're fourth in the rest West. I mean, if you look at that right now, they would be um let's I mean they are. Let's just see this right now. So you have Utah overall at 20 and 5. You have the Lakers 20 and 6. We're going by best, you know, best teams. So you got Utah number one, Lakers number num, number two, the Clippers are number three at eighteen and eight, the Sixers are number four at eighteen and eight, right? So you could say they tied for third. Milwaukee is fifth at sixteen and nine, and Phoenix is is sixth at fifteen and nine. So Milwaukee sixteen and nine, Phoenix fifteen. Now when you look at this, all these teams were playoff teams by whom? Suns, right? So they didn't make the playoffs last year. But then you look at it and you see the upgrades that they made. You see how Chris Paul is turning the team around. Because they really didn't make a lot of really big eight upgrades. I mean, they got people playing different. But, see, I mean, they picked up Jay Crowder. They have Langston Galloway, right? Um, so, uh, you know, Frank Kaminsky is still there. They got Etan Moore. So they did make some upgrades, but you get it. Dario is back, that guy. But when you look at their, their roster, you say, okay, we got Chris Paul. And then, you know, outside of that, you, you talk about Devin Booker. And you say, like, yo, that's a quality that's a quality backcourt, y'all. You know, that's a great backcourt, one that you can't wait to see what the Sixers are going to be able to do against those two guys. I mean, you are. You can't. I mean, so that's why this game to me is really important. I'm excited to look at it. Another thing is that that really hits me is after that they play Utah, another quality backport. So I mean, they're going to have their hands full. Now it would have been nice for them to win this game, but they didn't. So we'll see what they can do going up against Phoenix. But that's going to be another quality, tough test for them. We'll see. You know, wherever you listen to your podcast at, you can or subscribe to your podcast. You can subscribe to this podcast right here. You can also follow me on Instagram at Pompeii on Sixers, at Twitter on Pompeii on Sixers, right? And you can also pick up uh, a Philadelphia Inquirer while you're in the Philly area, Philly Daily News in the Philly area. Or you could go to inquire.com and read my stuff. Now, today it's like snowing here. Um, it's, it's funny because there's like no one on the road right now. Everyone and people, the Uber, one of my Uber drivers told me, yeah, I'm racking up tonight. People here, they get nervous when it's snow. They don't want to drive, but they'll take an Uber, but they, won't, they don't want to go anywhere in their own car. So it's one of those nights, but I mean, it was a good game. I, I tell you this: this is one of my coming to Portland is one of my favorite places to go to a game. At. I mean, I'm, it's unfortunate that no one was in the stands because of the COVID. But when people are in the stands, I'm just here to tell you, like this is like an exciting atmosphere. It really is one of the best in the league you know, one of the best in the league. And it's just thrilling. And Dame Lillard is a quality ball player. 
He really is. You know, he really is. I mean, let's face it, Terry Stott did a great job in these two games against the Sixers. I mean, one time they were undermanned. The other time they still undermanned, but they had, you know, two of the six guys return. So, you know, that's a good one. Derrick Jones and um, Dane Lillard return. So that's something good for um, the Blazers. But now, you know, we just got to see how the Sixers are going to respond. We just have to see that. But look, y'all, I'm not going to keep you. I want to thank you for listening. I want y'all to have a blessed day. Remember, you have two days before you get your Valentine's gift for people if you haven't gotten it, if you haven't already done that. But I want y'all to just have a blessed weekend. Peace.